RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> it's looking very weird in here. I know the lighting could be better. And, of course, I don't know, whatever. I have body dysmorphic disorder, so when I look at myself, I want to smack my parents. I'm like, what the hell were they thinking? All right, it's okay, right? It could be worse. It could be better. All right, all right. We hang out every Friday evening. We're in our regularly scheduled show time, so thank you for hanging out. If you want to hang out in the greatest chat room in American history, I see it filling up already at youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster and thank you thank you haiku for the feedback the mic works awesome awesome thank you guys and i have my it's saint patrick's day and i'm wearing a shirt sent to me by um joey joey a supporter of the show joey and his alter ego jeffrey the giraffe See, Saint, Happy Saint Patrick's Day, and featuring Tara Junior Junior in the center, Francis Junior Junior, and Ray. So, uh, yeah, where are you gonna find a shirt like that? That I really appreciate that. Hello, hello. Thank you, Joey, for uh, everything. Really, uh, Joey's one of the, and an incredible person that I met through uh through robin and also doing the show and this is why i do the show because i meet amazing people and we you know gives me some hope for another day that maybe it doesn't suck as much as i think it does well as much as it seems it does suck but we do have a lot of work to do so um let me think let me think what do i say uh what are we saying yes uh, if you can become a patron please do at patreon.com slash tara devlin that helps keep the show going and growing and also support APS Radio News, Tara Buster sponsors. And that the APS Radio News is an independent media outlet run by an incredible person who also features this show. Yes, it says St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> uh, no, every day is St. Patrick's Day, though, on Tara Buster, is it? I'm ignoring Tara Jr. Jr. is trying to jump up already, and I'm I'm trying to ignore him, hoping he'll go away, because he's a pain in my ass. All right, all right. Um, I, and I love him. I do love him, but he he does get on my nerves when we're doing the show. He gets on some people's nerves. I mean, if he sits here, it's one thing, and but he then he starts biting my hands, stepping on the keyboard. Last time he did something to the mouse, I couldn't get the mouse to work. But I love him. Let's let's just figure something out. Let's see. Here we go. See? There you are. See? Ah. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Say hello. Ah. <laughs> He's not happy. Go sit down, please. Sit over there. Now I got hair all over the St. Patrick's Day shirt. All right, so, uh, yeah, let's just get to work. Uh, also, like I said, you know, we'll be doing, uh, I'll be doing the plugs throughout the show. Uh, you guys know what to do. Hit the like and subscribe, and thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Things like that keep the show going and growing. I cannot, I cannot do it alone. 
Also, I have to finish setting up the YouTube membership. That might help, too. I never finished setting it up. This is what I'm talking about. I, I'm only one person, you know. I do have to sleep, too, sometimes. And, uh, yeah, it's very, I always got to do something. I always got to catch up with something. And, all right, so what the hell just happened? Just clicked a button, and everything went large on the screen. Well, anyway, let's get to work. So, uh, and I'm sure I have more there. We can round back and talk about whatever else on uh, you guys feel like talking about, but I'm sure I'll do the plugs in between. So let me think. Uh, where do we begin? Uh, it sucks. Yeah, I guess we can start there. It's what a disgrace. Oh, and what do I say all the time? I've been saying it for years. Republicans hate America. It's not. It's not. Uh, I'm not being hyperbolic. It's not uh, just some kind of empty word like woke right it's the truth they really do and every single day it's almost shocking how it gets worse how much their hatred of america is really on they're wearing it on their sleeves now years ago they used to have to give lip service to democracy even though in every republican chest it beats the heart of fascism they would have to pretend that they were all, you know, gung-ho with this constitutionally limited democratic republic. They're, yay, we love America, but they're, they hate America, and they're trying to, what they're trying to do, and they're, they have been successful with some people who continue to support them, but what they're, they hate America, but what they're trying to do is redefine what it means to be a patriot and they they've they've obviously they've co-opted that word they've they've stolen that word patriot when they have no idea what it means you know they they think being a patriot means wearing a bunch of stars and eagles on a ugly t-shirt and 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 requires nothing of you but uh, they're confused by america so like for example um, well, they tried to rewrite history, they, uh, whereas normal people, patriots, liberals, Democrats, progressives, you know, people capable of functioning in a free democratic society, we are, we understand that we live in a, in a diverse country and we live with other, with, uh, all different people and some, and, uh, not everyone has the same American experience. And as we progress and become a more perfect union or at least try to we have to rectify or, or reconcile i should say our with our past the racist history where we left people behind deliberately and you now now we're trying to uh, actualize uh the promises in our founding documents and, and the closer we get to that um the more we see republicans recoil from democracy and they're outright outright on the side of autocracy now and it never ceases to amaze me how much they continue to support the tax cheating draft dodging wannabe dictator con man with the fake university and the vitamin scam they and they continue to support him while he i don't know what fillets putin consistently and they adopt 
they've all adopted, well, Fox News, in particular, Tucker Carlson, um, and perjury trader Green, ba- uh, Lauren Band from the bowling alley, Bolbert. All of they, they, they repeat Putin's talking points. It's shocking, but not surprising. You know, that's why, uh, I don't know, why am I shocked? This is what happens. It's happened before. It will continue to happen as long as you give Republicans, you give conservatives power. They are a fundamentally undemocratic ideology. That's that's what they are inherently. That's why they are attracted to conservatism. You know, everybody in their place. They can only handle democracy up to a point. If the if everyone if democracy only included them white men straight acting white men at the top they can handle it once we are we we, we have a seat at the table women have a seat at the table gay people people of all different pigments right that, that's very that's terrifying for the for the the, the infants so. Where this is why we're fighting fascism, and Trump, uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't know what the what the hell is going on. Um, one of the saving graces of the past couple of years was that Trump was kicked off of these social media platforms. You know, we all all um, societies have to suffer fools, of course, uh, but you don't have to do it. You know, you don't have to eagerly invite them to uh, poison your public discourse. But here we go again with uh, YouTube now is the latest to reinstate Trump after inciting an insurrection. Um, they too, just like Facebook, you know, said the, the danger is over when it's only gotten worse. The danger is not over. They have not learned a lesson at all. In fact, they've become more emboldened, and we are in more, we are in deeper trouble today than we were on January 6th, frankly, because now we, we not only do we have traitors running in all around the halls of power, uh, but it's not just the ones who broke the glass to get in. It's morons who were elected despite being seditionists. Hold on a second. We'll be right back. And, for example, um, well, well, you know, uh, perjury trader Green, you know, third day in, in office, she had to beg the con man, the, the coup plotting con man for a pardon. But oh, here's from YouTube. YouTube restores Donald Trump's channel. The former president's channel has more than 2.6 million subscribers. On So uh, this is from the Huffington Post. Ryan Grenoble writes, YouTube on Friday restored the channel of former effing president, which I want to, I, I can't even believe I have to say that. Donald Trump? President Donald Trump? Come on, what? Are we, uh, how, huh? What? Is this real? Pinch me here. Is this real life? The tax-cheating orange vomit, as Mike Malloy calls him. Well, he calls him orange vomit. And that's what he is. He's walking vomit. 
He's a disgusting pus of everything that is infected in the body politic, animated, and walking around trying to feed its rapacious needs. All kind, That's all he is, is a giant gaping black hole of, of rapacious need of some form. Greed. He needs, you know grab you like by the pussy he needs uh, money th- uh, attention accolades it's it's a never-ending he's he's nothing but a taker a bottomless pit a taker to the extreme a, a, a succubus and you know I have, well we know that everything uh, that comes out of republicans mouths is either a projection or a confession so you know when they call uh, uh, yeah, normal people uh, who might need some public assistance. Uh, everyone else is a taker, right? Everybody, not even that. They just, they call working class people takers. If you're not, if you had, if you're not some uh, bankster who came up with some scam to separate people from their money somehow, then you're a taker, right? But anyway, I, I, I can't take these people. So uh, so here's YouTube says, starting today, the Donald J. Trump channel is no longer restricted and can upload new content. The video streaming company said, we carefully evaluated the continued risk of real world violence while balancing the chance for voters to hear equally from major national candidates in the run-up to the to an election. We don't know. What are we going to hear from that piece of dirt, by the way? Right? More uh, Putin apologies? More calling somebody a fat pig? Is that it? We, we miss that. More lies. We, we need to hear from that piece of wasted human DNA? That disgusting pustule you know they but they barred my channel right remember we the channel had been this channel's been periodically suspended for various bullshit bullshit reasons that they don't even explain and you know but they let that scumbag back that I, I mean, I'm not out here inciting riots. I'm not out here lying to people and and, and uh, calling them to uh, to go storm the Capitol based on a effing lie. But you know, YouTube joins the din because you know why they don't want to miss out on that on that money. You know, all that Russian oligarch money has got to get funneled and laundered somewhere from these pieces of dirt. So these social media companies, you know, we when the the history of the the last days of the American Republic is written, they will cite the the uh, you know the monopolies of these social media companies who don't have they you know they make it up as they go, but they're not helping. They're the ones that spread the virus to begin with. You know, they spread the falsehoods against Hillary Clinton, again, you know, from everything. I mean, they're the reason, they're part of the reason why we have uh, over a million dead in this country. There's no doubt, because they spread all kinds of misinformation. 
They and they were they're part of the reason, by the way, that we have um, so-called representatives named, for example, Perjury Trader Green. She was, and we've done. I've done stories on her on the show. We did a show about her, about her her history. What a dirtbag she is! That she, uh, up until a few years ago, knew nothing. She didn't post about politics. She had no interest in politics. All she did was take money from her family and go to the gym. That's what she did for a living. And then she fell down a cue hole, courtesy of Facebook and YouTube. And she picked up all kinds of bullshit, uh, diseased thoughts that ent- entered her empty head, telling her that uh, 9-11 uh, didn't happen and Sandy Hook was a false flag and California wildfires were the courtesy of Jewish space lasers, you know? And then she, she became this Trump sycophant, thanks courtesy of, of, the, of uh, you know, platforms like YouTube and Facebook. And here we are. Now we got to endure that dirt bag on top of the other, uh, on top of the other, you know, the main dirt bag, who is Donald Trump. You know, Donald J. Trump. The, oh my God, they drive me, oh, it's so insane. They're so irritating. They have to, well, they always have to say Donald J. Trump because that's their master, that's their Lord and Savior. Donald J. Trump, it gives him some kind, I don't know, what is, what's that about? Is that some kind of uh, respect for, that, for the fucking con man who never did a decent thing in his entire useless, wasted life? Right? Is that, that, that's probably what that's about. Donald J. Trump. We got to say J. The J is for Jesus. The J, what, what's the J for? Right for them? Oh, it's it's a way of kissing his ass, and that's it. Winston on the chat. You he says you bet, Tara. It's all about the cash. That's what it's about. They don't want to miss out. You know, here in this effed up, dying uh, republic, in the last days of the American Republic, they um, part of the reason we are a dying country, the Republic, uh, is because of money and politics. And we have legal bribes built right into the system, unfettered thanks to the corruption of the Supreme Court and the Republicans in power. And um, yeah, so we, we have a never-ending campaign season that is, it is repugnant because, you know, one of the things I'm sure we will begin to hear like, for example, when Barack Obama, Obama ran for office at the time, it was the most, the, the, it was the most money spent in a single campaign. During, uh, during that, I think it was the Obama versus, uh, was it McCain? Anyway, it was uh, at the time. I think more, uh, I think the records have been set um, after that, but it was the first time I think that campaign funds reached a billion dollars or surpassed a billion dollars. And I'm like, I remember at the time thinking how disgusting it is. Hold on a second. I'll finish that thought in a minute. (laughs) Come back. 
But, you know, thinking about how how disgusting it is that campaigns um, spend that the political system will spend over a billion dollars. Well, there'll be more than a billion dollars flooding the system, flooding advertise, you know, uh, corporate media and uh, wherever else they advertise. And and on Facebook, there'll be micro-targeting. It's over two billion now, Ed, on the chat points out. Yeah, um, and that is f- disgusting. And we'll hear it. We'll, we'll when we watch the corporate media, we'll hear them, um, you know, uh, point out those statistics. But not we will not hear them say a single word about how disgusting it is that the money and uh, that there is so much money in politics. How disgusting it is that we have a system where you know the rich get richer the working class are go are uh, becoming more and more the working poor and that shouldn't even be a thing you know they say those terms on corporate media they'll say working poor without even blinking when uh, it sh- that that should be the conversation why is there a f- a, a category called the working poor you know, uh, hello, we should you know, kind of take a take a breather for a second and discuss that. And don't just throw it out there while, and uh, as if it's a normal state of affairs. Oh, yeah, of course, we have working poor, right? And, um, and the s- same thing with money and politics. They will will see the stats. You know, they'll say this election season there was, you know, whatever, uh, you know, two billion point two billion, two billion point whatever we're at, whatever spent in the election, and no one will say anything about it. They will note that as a fact, as just a case in point or a, or a statistic, but they won't say how vile it is and why. Um, they won't point out that it is the reason why. The United States is now the least upwardly mobile of all the Western democracies where we used to be the most upwardly mobile just 40 years ago, how we have the widest income gap of all the um, of our Western democracies. And, you know, it's it's like that's just normal, though. It's normal to be uh, to, to live in a country, the so-called richest country on earth with the working poor. Yeah, we're exceptional, though. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of uh, the learned helplessness. And I'm tired of working people not seeing the, 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 the truth, you know, the lie. You know, like, just open your friggin' eyes. The, uh, Trump is not on your side. The right wingers are not on your side. The corporations, the the Fox Newses of the world, they're not on your side. They're not trying to change anything for the better. You know, like for example, um, sorry, I have a itchy nose. Does that mean I'm getting into a fight again? That's what they say, right? Um, so uh, on corporate media, you know, in France, they're having there's a lot of um, protests going on in France because they raised the retirement age because Macron 
arbitrarily, systematically, with the stroke of a pen, r- without any input, raise the retirement age from 62 to 65. I mean, to 64. And the French are out in uh, in, th- in droves, uh, per- just protesting and committing acts of civil disobedience. And they should. So here, let me just play this clip from MSNBC of them talking about that today. He has been elected for another five years. He was re-elected last summer, um, last spring. Um, But at the same time, it could mean that it will become a lot more difficult over the next four years to really govern, to push through other reforms. Um, His appointed prime minister, Elizabeth Bourne, is at risk of being uh, toppled by the opposition in no confidence votes next week, or perhaps she'll have to resign. I think a lot of people on the outside who um, really don't understand what it is to be French may be surprised to see such fury. There are a lot of places in the world where the retirement age is much harder. Give us a little bit of the background. Much harder, the retirement age. That's an interesting choice of words, but it's uh, the framing. I was waiting for that, you know? I was waiting for corporate media to be like, what are they complaining about? You know, here they they we're lucky, right? With raise the retirement age, they're constantly trying to make people work until they drop fucking dead. But the thing about the French is that they understand the that what is the meaning of life? You know, it's not just so you work until you drop, and then what? You get your mansion in heaven? That's the scam they sell you. But here, let's continue on sort of the the different mindset in France than certainly we see here, where the we mindset really is, uh, sometimes your worth is measured by how much in demand you are and how many hours you put in at the office. That's not, I mean, this drives me up a wall. Who, who came up with that rule? Your worth is determined by how in demand you are and how many hours you put into the office? If that's the case, then there's a big problem. That's why we need unions in this country. And we need, you know, uh, this so-called work-life balance we hear so much about. People work because many uh, in many industries, if you don't work, you don't get paid. You know, I mean, by the hour, there's no sick leave. You, if you need a sick day, you don't get paid. You, there's no, uh, you know, there's no, barely a social safety net here. And workers, the, the, and this is what Republicans love, you know, they love independent contractors and they love the way corporations set up all the sub corporations so that they can hire independent contractors. So even though you're working for a corporation, and you go in every day, and but you're actually working for um, for uh, you know subcontractor LLC, uh, you know ABC LLC, whatever it might be called. But it's actually set up by the company. So some other tax scheme, tax shelter way that they get around whatever they get around. You know, it's always obviously it's to benefit the 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 executives and the and the. And the stockholders, that's it. Not the workers. But the point is, what's the meaning of an economy? We never asked that question. And who, what, what is this? Uh, Americans get their worth by how many hours they put in. 
It's because they've been suckered. If that's the case, they've been duped and suckered. And they've been divided so, so aptly by the elites, by the 1%, that, that they keep fighting each other. When w you get uh, one segment of the working class trying to uh, fight for some dignity and living wages, you'll get another segment of the working class uh, criticizing them. You know, or, or for being inconveniencing, or inconveniencing them somehow. You know, this is how they, how they have turned this country from the most to the least upwardly mobile. Why shouldn't we have retirement at sixty-two years old? Why not? What the hell? That opens up the economy too. So when older people retire, younger people can get into uh, the, but they don't like that. They want a nice, that, that's why they want to, they, I mean, they want a tight labor market where in fact you're, con, you're uh, competing with, uh, if they had their way, you'd be competing with children for jobs who are earning training wages. And we know that. That's what they, every so often they try to push the elimination of child labor laws. We talk about it on the show too. So I mean, I'm uh, it's it's tiring to hear corporate media and they they've they do it all the time. Say as if uh, the American mindset is that we work 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 work. No, that's because we have no uh, not, nothing else. What else are you supposed to do? Most. No, most families are living paycheck to paycheck. That's another problem here in the United States of serfs and lords. We, the majority of Americans, cannot save four hundred dollars for an emergency. So you're saying, oh well, this is where because we have that self worth. The fact is, it's because we don't have any self worth that it's like this. So we it's not us it's obviously the right wingers they have been very successful that's why they have fox news that's why rupert murdoch and i mean well roger ailes proposed uh, what did he call it gop tv to nixon that's what they they knew they needed to take over the media to keep people divided and stupid and railing against the very things that are trying to sh throw them a goddamn lifeline. Jesus H. Christ. All right, we're back. Ed the Second says on the chat, the French take a month off. Yes, and they also, it's not just the French, though. In other countries, um, the uh, there's vacation. We're the only country that doesn't have any mandated federal, federally mandated vacation time or sick leave. You know, we're up there with like the Congo, and I'm sure. Yeah, I, I don't have the stats off the top of my head, but it's we're we're not in very good company at all. It's unbelievable. You know, so uh, in England you get a month off. In other countries, this is the, let me see, let me see, now that we're talking about it. Um, mandatory uh, vacation by country? Yeah. 
Let's see. The majority of nations, including all industrialized nations, except the United States, advances in employee relations have seen the introduction of statutory agreements for minimum employee leave from work. That is the amount of entitlement to paid vacation and public holidays. Companies may offer contra- uh, contractually more time. Companies and the law may also differ as to whether public holidays are counted as part of minimum leave. So re- keep in mind, except the United States. Look at this map. See this? The white is... The white uh, on the map represents no, no mandatory vacation at all. So here we are, USA. What else? I don't know what country that is, but, you know, Congo, some countries in Africa. It's not, I don't know. I would think you'd want, uh, not want to be in different company. It's ridiculous. Look at this, Afghanistan, paid vacation, 20, 20 public holidays. Wait, total paid leave. Let's just go to the total. Afghanistan, 35 days paid. Albania, 32. Algeria, 41. Andorra, 45. Angola, 33. Antigua, thir- 23. Argentina, 29. Armenia, 36. We can go through the whole thing. Australia, 30. Austria, 38. The Bahamas. Oh, Azerbaijan, 40. The Bahamas, 20. Bahrain, 44. Bangladesh, 21. Barbados, nothing. Well, I guess that's we're in good, that's we're in company with Barbados. Belarus, 33. Belgium, 30. Belize, 27. You know, just going on and on. We can go through the whole alphabet. Uh, Burkina Faso, 45. Burundi, 30. Cambodia has 45 days paid leave, federal. Canada, 16 to 32. African Republic, no, oh, well, Central African Republic, that's another one, zero. Chad, 27. Chile, 30. China, what does it say? 16, 21, or 26. Colombia, 33. So here are some others that have none. Camaro, Camaro, how do you pronounce that? Camaros, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and the Republic of Congo, zero. Costa Rica, 19. Croatia, 33. Cuba, 33. Cyprus, 34. Czech Republic, 33. Denmark, 36. Dominica, 23. Ecuador, 23. Egypt, 34. El Salvador, El Salvador, excuse me, 26. Then we have Equatorial Guinea, 0. Estonia, 39. European Union, guaranteed 20. And then I guess uh, different countries have uh, increased, depending on the country. Finland, 36. France, 36 to 48 days off. Germany, 30. I mean, it's in most civilized countries, it's near a month, at least a month. 
Jesus Christ. Guyana at least has 12 days. Hungary. Orban's Hungary, 33. Iceland, 38. India, 35. I mean, it's it's a fucking disgrace. It really is. Jamaica has zero. That's probably because they're uh, a protectorate of the United States. Kyrgyzstan, zero. Laos, zero. Luxembourg has a lot. 37, 43, 45, 47. Madagascar, 35. Malta, 41. Look at this. It's such a... It really gives me a knot in my stomach. It does. Because you know why? It doesn't have to be this way. We should know better. We should be better. We should understand that we we stick together, we win. That's the only way we win. What's the point? What's the meaning of life? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of asking these assholes, what what is the meaning of life? To them, it is, uh, I don't know. I, it seems in in... In actuality, it seems that the meaning of life is for you to work until you drop so some rich bankster can suck profit from you, unfettered by pesky government. You know, by the pesky government telling the bankster to treat you like a human being. So that's the, what the Republicans want. So what, what really is the meaning of life? Right? Is it, I mean, that's why Republicans want to sell you this fantasy of a mansion after you're dead while they glom up all the earthly rewards. Don't worry about those earthly rewards because, um, you know, you'll get your mansion when you're dead. It's sickening. And, the and the grift keeps going. Like I posted a YouTube short about one of the one of the topics we were discussing recently about the student loan forgiveness, and because I'm of, I mean, I paid off my student loans. But what gets me is the other is I hear other people saying, oh, "No fair," you know, like as if we can't do anything if uh, you know the fairness. It's not fair. You, I paid off my student loan, so you should pay off. It's uh, well, things change. We have different needs. Uh, it, it doesn't mean that we don't progress. The fact is, uh, the um, the cost of college used to be free in this country, and there's a lot of damn banksters taking advantage of a of a system and treating of as usual not not uh education in the country as an investment in the country but as yet another way to to siphon profit from the hosts you know and leave them discarded discard the the husk without apology and somebody posted on one of the videos or whatever they were like well uh, the reason is because it's, I didn't tell them to take out a loan or whatever. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. What is, uh, I didn't tell them. So let's just bail out the 1% over and over and over and over. Let's not see a problem. And, and it is a problem. There's the student 
debt bomb hanging over our heads as a society. And maybe it's time that we rectify it, you know? Give people a fucking break. And imagine, you know, it benefits us all because the economic stimulus it would create. And the fact is, if I mean, we're, we, were, we only cheat ourselves because what, what is the point of an education? What is the point of a civilized country? Don't you want to educate your, your fellows? Don't you want people to, you know, don't you want to live in a country that uh, is educated? You don't want to live in a country of dumbasses, do you? But I guess people just don't get it because they have been so propagandized to be uh, every man and woman for themselves, and that's it. You know, you're not your brother's keeper, I guess. Fuck e pluribus unum because uh, we should just change the motto. I know Republicans hate that motto. They hate it. They want to, They always say that our national motto, they lie, and they say, our national motto, in God we trust. It's not in God we trust. That is not our national motto. Our national motto is e pluribus unum, out of many, one. So let's change it, because obviously you don't know what that means, Republicans. It's, it should be... I got mine, Jack, sucks to be you. Right? I got mine. Whoopsie doopsie, fuck off. I guess that should be our national motto. Oh, well, sucks to be you. I didn't tell you to take a loan. That should be your motto, right? I didn't take a student loan. Fuck you. Uh, How can you get through to people who are thick? All right, we're back. And it's not like, you know, um, it's not like we don't got the money. You know, this is what, what gets on my nerves, you know, especially like watching the, um, what do you call it? You know, the, the French uh, protest, the, uh, the, the injustice of an authoritarian sweep of one guy's pen and he affects uh, the future generations forever and ever, amen, and transforms a society from, uh, from, from one that understands that, you know, we're in this together. And life is more than just making a few people at the top very rich. And, and it's sad, frankly. It's sad that the American people don't seem to get that you know they they are so and that's the other thing what republicans have done to this country they've have they've not only changed the national motto or at least tried to from e pluribus unum to in god we trust but they they have they just try to transform what they try to redefine what the american dream means Right. That whole uh, the American dream, living the American dream. What was the American dream? The American dream used to be you, too, can have a decent middle class life. That every worker, regardless of the from high to low, was treated with dignity and respect, earned a living wage. You, too, can, you know, 
work in a decent earn a living wage work in a decent working conditions and retire in dignity that's the that's the american dream and it was for generations and they and the republicans deliberately redefined that they over time using their propaganda outlets changed it to you too can be a billionaire you too can come up with some scam you know that's the american dream entrepreneur be an entrepreneur somehow when that's not the american dream because the fact is most people are not going to be entrepreneurs so because somebody comes up with some way to do something and they make money. I mean, some people come up with good ideas, but I don't think that just because someone comes up with like Amway or Trump Network Vitamins or some other scam doesn't mean, you know, they're not, they're not doing anything. It's like the whole banking industry. What do they do? What does the banking industry do? They don't build anything. They don't create anything. They come up with algorithms and they come up with, uh, they write programs to high frequency trade and come up with scams to separate people from their money. So there you go. Uh, I don't know. It's about time that the American people stop falling for it. This is the thing that gets me with Republicans. Like they fall for it every time. Okay. Am I wrong? Anybody on the chat? All right. What was I saying? I'm getting distracted. People are fucking texting me. So anyway, uh, like I always say, Republicans hate America. When in doubt, just go right back to (laughs) because I'm like, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Republicans hate America. And they do. Well, here's Trump. Here's the the tax cheating, draft dodging, wannabe dictator con man with the fake university and the vitamin scam. Uh, you know, he's constantly. Uh, uh, well, YouTube says he's no threat, but he's constantly out there lying and telling Americans that they're that the greatest threat isn't. Uh, autocracy or uh, for example Putin who was just charged with uh, by the International Criminal Court with war crimes and crimes against humanity it's not that it's uh, other Americans are our foreign policy establishment keeps trying to pull the world into conflict with a nuclear armed Russia based on the lie that Russia represents our greatest threat But the greatest threat to Western civilization today is not Russia. It's probably, more than anything else, ourselves and some of the horrible USA-hating people that represent us. Horrible USA-hating people that represent us. Listen to that. Our foreign policy establishment keeps trying to pull the world into conflict with a nuclear-armed Russia based on the lie that Russia represents our greatest threat. But the greatest threat to Western civilization today is not Russia. Unreal. It's probably not Russia. more than anything else, ourselves, and some of the horrible USA-hating people 
It was say hating. Who who hates America more than a con man who received fewer votes and just isn't man enough to walk the fuck away? Who hates America more than someone who sucks autocrat ass on the international stage? I mean, remember Trump in Helsinki embarrassing the 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 United States? And, and and he's an embarrassment to to anyone who has a any shred of integrity or a spine. With that being said, all I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be, but I really do want to see the server. Uh, but I have uh, very strong I have and powerful confidence in both parties. I, I really believe that this will probably go on for a while, but I don't think it can go on without finding out what happened to the server. Uh, why don't you look up your ass? You disgusting fascist. Oh, here's some more Trump kissing Putin's ass. Hates us. He hates Obama. Doesn't hate us. I think he'd like me. I'd get along great with him. I think. Such an embarrassment. I want to know the truth. I respect oh, Putin. He's a strong leader. I can tell you that. Oh, Unlike he's a what strong. we have. We- oh, oh. Why don't you jerk off? You know, that's what I when I hear him praising Putin. You know, that's what he does. He goes back behind the screen and wherever the hell. Maybe he just does it right in the open because he can't help it. He's sick. Pulls out his his smaller than average. Well, that's what Stormy said. Uh, whatever that is, and uh, he 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 needs to relieve himself because he's so because Putin is just so strong and powerful. And then the what's even worse though are the idiots in the audience who are cheering. They're cheering for this. They're cheering for Trump sucking Putin's ass. Do you realize this? You, do you realize how many traitors there are in this country? You have a pathetic leader. If he says great things about me, I'm going to say great things about him. I have great confidence in my intelligence people, but uh, I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial Ooh, today. I went in power yesterday and there was a television screen and I said, this is genius. Putin declares wow. a big portion of the Ukraine, of Ukraine. Putin declares it as independent. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I get chills thinking of Putin giving it to me. Take it, Putin. Give it to me, Putin. Oh, my God. What a, what a disgusting, filth-mongering, ugh, weak, weak-ass bitch. Needy bitch. Nobody likes a needy bitch, right? I mean, that's so unattractive. Stop it. Oh, thank you. And YouTube. Thank you, YouTube, for reinstating that. So we, we don't have enough. Like We don't see that asshole enough. That's the thing, right? He doesn't go away. He's like, he is like some kind of filthy, disgusting herpes virus that never goes away. It just festers and gets more disgusting. 
He's a filthy, filthy fascist. And they're all disgusting. And they hate democracy and they hate America. There's no getting around it. So I got to ask again, how much longer? How much longer are we going to take it? Because we are to the point where it's not uh, a rational choice. Trump and Republicanism, DeSantisism, all of that, you know, like they're saying, oh, DeSantis, he's more palatable for the filth. He's a disgusting fascist. And we'll talk about him, too. You know, him and, uh, I mean, he is a, forget proto-fascism, forget, he's a, he's a fascist, neo-fascism. And this is how much Republicans hate America. They rewrite history. I remember, and, oh wait, well, here comes the music. Hold on a second. This is Tara Buster. Be right back. All right, all right. I just hate them. I hate them. The greatest threat to America are other Americans. Well, he might have that right, but there he's not uh it's not pro democratic, small d democratic Americans. It's the fascists who hate America. Like this one. Here's another uh Trump and Z. We are just drifting farther and farther away from God, and God help us. That like, you know, what we what can you say? Pray That's Lauren Witz Witzky. She's one of these maggot morons for these people, because we are absolutely going astray as a nation. And um, oh, you think Putin will liberate us? I don't even know what to say. Listen, like, I'm like shocked. Listen, that Putin is perfectly fair us. for us to say. People are going to be like, my goodness, are you what are you like? Bunch of pro Putler, bunch of you bunch of Putlers, you know, because they, they like to quantify it. And I'll tell you this. I wish we had a we leader. We are Christians Incredible. that we hear a world leader talk about the Holy Scriptures, not in a manner that's denigrating, not that it's like a characteristic wow. of an extremist or a terrorist. That's our government's position right now. Republicans are the <laughs> domestic enemies the founders warned us about. There's no getting around it. Will Putin liberate us? Putin's a strong leader. Not our leaders, not the not Barack Obama, not Joe Biden, not the 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 representatives that the majority of Americans vote for. And we realize that this is not a center-right right nation that most people vote they don't vote for Republicans. Republicans represent a minority of the population, they, re they receive fewer votes, and they have a minority ideology that they shove down everybody's throats. You know, and these are the ones that are always crying about people and policies being shoved down their throats. Um, but they're the ones shoving their dead-ender ideology that nobody wants down everyone's throats. Like their, their stupid fake Christian ideology, their fake, the fake Christ that they worship. They don't worship Jesus. They hate Jesus. They'd beat the shit out of Jesus if he came back. They would. They'd crucify him again like they did the first time. So, and there they are. 
you know, yet again, this is what they do. They hate America. They like Putin because because he's an autocrat. He hates gay people like they do. He hates, uh, you know, he is has a um, a the iron fist of hierarchy over the the Russian people. There's no democracy there. There's no free press. You know, try to be free press there, and he's got some poison for you. So that's why that's what they want here. This is why they, I mean, when people show you who they are, believe them. They go and they, they do CPAC. They do their, their gaggle of, of uh, Nazis, the CPAC convention in Hungary, in, in autocratic states. They hate America, and they use it as they use what's going on in other countries, in authoritarian countries, and they use that as a model of what to do here in America because they hate America. They hate democracy. They hate uh, e pluribus unum. They hate the nation of immigrants. They hate the nation of laws. They hate the Constitution. I mean, come on, prove me wrong. They, they do. They hate it. Anyway. Hold on a second. Somebody's annoying me. Hold on. Sorry, guys. All right. Wait, wait, I'm just getting... All right, it was a technical difficulties. All right, what was I saying? <sighs> Where am I? Where am I? What time is it anyway? We've got to look at the time. i got to watch the time on uh, on Fridays. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Mary and Joseph in the chat room. Thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Bo- two super chats. What the hell? And thank you for your your beautiful emojis. Thank you, guys. Yes. Suzanne on the chat. CPAC is a convention for, for brain-constipated GQP members. Yes, it is. It's a frightening... Uh, let me see. CPAC. I'm, I'm sure I have some good clips from, from that hellhole. Like, uh, well, for example, you know, um, a couple of days ago, a four-year-old girl shot and kills her three-year-old brother. So, and I thought, well, well, how long will it be until she's invited to keynote at the next CPAC? But because, you know, that's all they are. They're d- death cult. Disgusting. Uh, all, all they want because it's all about turning the American people against each other, and that's another reason why they want everyone armed and they want everyone to be able to, uh, you know, kill people, kill their elected representatives. So. All right. Let me see. Hold on a second. I lost my... Okay, here we go. For example, all right. One of the things that we're talking about, DeSantis, he's a fascist. We know that. 
and uh, they hate America. For example, one of the things that DeSantis is doing, because he is a fascist, is he is trying to rewrite history. And I, and I remember, um, I think I told you the story not too long ago. I said something. It was I was having uh, I, I commented on a YouTube video or whatever. And I said something about this racist ass his. I mean, this racist ass country. And um, somebody, some right winger, uh, accused me of hating America for saying that it was a ra- that this is a racist country. And um, I beg to differ. It's not about uh, by calling something what it is does not mean you hate America. By pointing out the obvious and and trying to work for uh the for change you know taking a fearless moral inventory of the reality of this country is not hating america in fact i will argue that those who refuse to see the truth actually hate america because they don't want america to change they want it to they want people to remain stupid they want the ignorant to remain ignorant, and uh, they will, they'll uh, continue. Wait, hold on. Fuck, it happened again. They will uh, stand in the way of progress as long as they, well, as long as they're allowed to get away with it. So Florida, here's, in, here's what's going on, and maybe you heard about it. It was kind of on the news today, thankfully. People are talking about it, but that doesn't mean that what's going to be done. You know. So here's from the New York Times. Florida scoured math textbooks for prohibitive, prohibited topics. Hold on a second. We'll be right back. So in Ron DeSantis's fascist Florida, a, a state that he has vowed he wants to take the Florida model national. And God help us if he's allowed to do it. Okay? Because in... Ron DeSantis's Florida, they, so it says behind, here's from the New York Times, behind the scenes, one publisher went to great lengths to avoid mentions of race, even in the story of Rosa Parks. So the nitty gritty process of reviewing and approving school textbooks has typically been an administrative affair. And this is from the New York Times by Sarah Mer- Mervosh, um, drawing attention of education experts experts, publishing executives, and state bureaucrats. But in Florida, textbooks have become a hot topic, part of Governor Ron DeSantis' campaign against what he describes as woke indoctrination in schools. So we know, though, as we, we played on the last show, that that um, that girl, that woman, whatever the hell her name is, um, who doesn't know, who, who wrote an entire book on woke, but didn't know a damn thing. Didn't even know she. Her name was Bethany Mandel. She couldn't define it, and it the clip went viral because she looked like a stammering idiot. So, yes. And all right. 
Textbooks have become a hot topic in the war on woke, particularly when it comes to race and gender. Last year, his administration, the uh, DeSantis administration, made a splash when it rejected dozens of math textbooks citing prohibited topics, which uh, the only thing that meant was that it included mentions of those with darker pigment. Now the state is reviewing curriculum and what is perhaps the most contentious subject in education, social studies. In the last few months, as part of the review process, a small army of state experts, teachers, parents, and political activists have combed thousands of pages of text, not only evaluating academic content, but also flagging anything that could hint, for example, at critical race theory. A prominent conservative education group, then this is where, where the problem lies, too, because it's not just that, uh, that DeSantis is a fascist, it's that we have companies bowing to him, you see, like this, this uh, book publisher, the social studies book publisher. So, um, wait, 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 wait. A prominent conservative education group whose members volunteered to review textbooks objected to a slew of them, accusing publishers of promoting their bias by mentioning what Rosa Parks and in a sign of how fraught the political landscape landscape has become one publisher created multiple versions of his social studies material softening or eliminating references to race even in the story of Rosa Parks as it sought to gain approval in Florida it's, and this is how fascism takes hold because you have these corporate entities. And, then, you know, we know from history, like in the run-up to Nazi Germany, as the Nazis were gaining power in Germany, they found plenty of willing co-conspirators to fund them, even here in the United States. Of course, we had a large contingent of Americans that were pro-Nazi, pro-Hitler, and encouraged the uh, who, whoever they could. It's sort of like our the traitors we have to deal with today, dealing uh, when when it comes to Putin, you know, praising Putin. But it was the same thing with um, with uh, the conservatives back before we entered World War II. They uh, it, they did all they could to side with Hitler to get their politicians to leave Hitler alone. So, um, in a sign of, here, where, where was it? Even in the story of Rosa Parks, normally a state adoption is a pretty boring process that a few, that few of us care about. But there are a lot of people watching this because the stakes are so high, said Jeff Livingston, a former publishing executive. It is unclear which social studies textbooks will be approved in Florida or how the chosen materials might address issues of race and history. The state is expected to announce its textbook decisions in the coming weeks. Florida Department of Education, which mandates the teaching of black history, emphasized that the requirements were recently expanded 
including including to ensure students understood the ramifications of prejudice, racism, and stereotyping on individual freedoms. Isn't that that's, that sounds uh, incredibly woke to me, though? Don't you think? But Mr. DeSantis, a top Republican. 2024 presidential prospect also signed a law last year known as stop woke all right so the state's guidelines for evaluating textbooks targets critical race theory and we know this i just want to get to where's the rosa park stuff because this is what it really uh got me so um rosa parks in an attempt to cater to florida at least one publisher made significant changes to its material, walking back or omitting um, references to race, even in its telling of the Rosa Parks story. The publisher, in the title of the, the name of the publisher is Studies Weekly. So these are people that need to be, um, we need, they need to hear from normal people uh, how, how displeased I suppose we are, <laughs> to put it mildly. Most, uh, so the publisher studies weekly, mostly serves younger students with a focus on science and social studies. So it is used in 45,000 schools across the country. According to the website, it's social studies. Materials are used in Florida, Florida elementary schools every day. And the New York Times compared three versions of the company's Rosa Parks story meant for first graders, a current lesson used now in Florida in the initial version created for the state textbook review, and a second version updated. Some of the material was provided by the Florida Freedom to Read, but who cares? Okay, in the current lesson on Rosa Parks, segregation is clearly explained the loss and then this is a quote the law said african americans had to give up their seats on the bus if a white person wanted to sit down but in the initial version created for the textbook review race is mentioned indirectly she was told to move to a different seat because of the color of her skin the lesson said all right in the updated version she was not uh, ra race was not mentioned at all. In the updated version, it said she was told to move to a different seed. And that's it. It says one day, Ro it says Rosa Parks. I'll show you the picture. <laughs> Look, it's incredible. Ro here we go. Rosa Parks showed courage. One day she rode the bus. She was told to move to a different seat because of the color of her skin, and she did not. She did what she believed was right. All right, that's one. Here's the updated version. Rosa Parks showed courage. One day she rode the bus. She was told to move to a different seat. She did not. She did what she believed was right. So you see how dangerous this is too? So to not mention race, you just put in something else. Um, in the midst of a pandemic, Rosa Parks was, showed courage. She was told to wear a mask on a public bus and she did not. 
she did what she believed was right. So they're taking this story completely out of context, of course, making it seem like she just said, fuck you. I, I'm not moving. No biggie. No, I, I just don't want to move. I'm doing what I think is right. So if you think you're, you're doing what you think is right, includes, well, I don't know, storming the Capitol, who knows, open carrying in uh, Walmart, whatever the hell you want to do. You do what you think is right. How about you go into a public bathroom and harass tra- who you think are trans people, let's say. Stand there, the pee-pee police. I'm doing what I think is right. Somebody asks you to leave. You do not. Just do whatever the fuck you want, because that's, that's the new story of Rosa Parks. She showed courage. Somebody told her, move your seat. She didn't, and she did what she believed was right. Because, you know, that's what you do when you're, uh, when you do what's right, when you think is right, you do whatever the fuck you want. No reason. The only reason you do it is uh, somebody asks you to do something, you don't want to do it. No, I'm doing what I think is right. So it's uh, another Republican attempt to the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. That's what they did. They turned Rosa Parks' the story of Rosa Parks into yet another search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. Just like a, just like they do. Isn't that incredible? Hold on. Getting another it's hard on uh, what do you call it on these nights when I have to watch the clock so closely oh boy anyway who is this process of a group of alright I'm doing what I think is right by saying, no, I will not, like, no reason. So that's what they teach kids. So if your teacher says, I don't know, do something, maybe stop talking in class. No, I'm going to be like Rosa Parks and, and, and say no. Because I'm doing what I think is right. Sickening. That's who they are. They're absolutely sickening. But... What do you expect? It's incredible. They hate America. They hate the history of this country. They are snowflakes. They um, lack the fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society. And look, here, here's, a, here's their standard bearer. Going back to Trump. I know, I hate to do this to you, but... These four horrible, radical left Democrat investigations of... Your all-time favorite president, me, is just a continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt in the history of our country. Whether it's the Mar-a-Lago raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call, it was absolutely perfect. Oh, my God. Or the stormy horse-faced Daniels extortion plot. What a piece of shit. They're all sick. The DOJ. The stormy horse-faced. That's what YouTube... 
just let back on. Right. <clears throat> we don't have enough of that. Stormy horse face Daniels. Do you believe where the fuck we live? I'm sorry to uh, <clears throat> be cursing up a storm. Hold on, I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> the stormy horse face Daniels. Mitty hoax. The perfect Georgia phone call, it was absolutely perfect. Or the stormy horse face Daniels extortion plot. They're all sick. The DOJ, Shit. the FBI, the local prosecutors should all stop. Arrest him. Lock him up. SS 1964 in the chat. All time worst president. Exactly. Your favorite president, me. What a piece of shit. You know? Stormy horse face Daniels? Shame on anyone who votes for him. If anybody votes for that orange monstrosity, that that filth stuffed into an orange film, this disgusting. They're they're they have to be worse than he is. The stormy horse face Daniels. I'm. I. It, it's. It's fascinating though. That's act. There are. I mean, I'm talking. To, I'm just. I. I'm just trying to process process this right now with you guys on the chat because I'm like, people actually vote for that. They see that. They see that rambling litany of uh, grievances, lies, and sophomoric little taunts covering the ass of a fucking unabashed criminal and they fall for it? They actually do. Is that true? They, they see some, a grown-ass old dirtbag who never did a goddamn thing in his life that was worthy of uh, of life never did never contributed a fucking thing to this planet and they say they they fall for that they really do when an old codger who looks like an orange stain and has nothing but complaints and and not only, uh, well, he's got complaints and uh, praise for everything that sucks. He praises everything that is evil. He loves everything that is horrible. But, and then he sits there and goes, Stormy Horse Face Daniels? And people actually think that that's, that's something to vote for? They really do. I'm, I'm, I, I want you to, uh, guys, tell me, is this, is this real? People actually vote for that. And I'm telling you, I know we, you know, Haiku and Jim, who are the moderators in the chat. If we ever get a, a, any trump in this chat room, which we know they, they come and go. The first Trump 2024 gets fucking banned permanently you vote for that what is wrong with you anybody vote for 
for something so sickening, that must mean you're a sickening, you're sick and sickening, I suppose. And well, that's what it, I guess sickening is the proper adjective because they make everything sick. One of the things you would expect from government and you expect from from a community, if, you, if the community is functioning and is somehow uh, decent, you want to bring out the best in each other. But how can you have a great country if you can't even have a good person? If you can't even vote for a good person? Stormy horse face Daniels. That's your president. Fascists, congratulations. You embarrass yourself again. Congratulations. You showed us all who you are yet again. That you are unfit, unworthy, vile, wastes of human DNA. That you're unfit to lead a drunken conga line much less a modern nation, that you should shut your filthy fascist mouths, go back in your basement, and shut your holes. I know, I'm sorry, Haiku. <laughs> Haikus, remove that from the screen. Exactly. I, I don't get it. I just don't get how people vote for it. They, they look at it, they listen to it, the perfect phone call. They listen to that, that infantile litany of excuses and they actually fall for it. Is that true? How is, how is that possible? I, I can't. It's unfathomable how stupid some people are. And I'm tired of corporate media checking in with the stupids okay how many this get ready right how many times we're gonna have to hear that when they they're like oh we we caught up with uh, or some stupid focus group with a bunch of uh trump andes we these were uh, fucking assholes who voted for trump in 2020 and what do they say now Let's go live to CPAC or let's go back to the stupid focus group. And what do they say now? You're going to vote for Trump? You're going to vote for the dude, the dumb bastard, the lying, coup-plotting, less-vote-getting con man with the fake university and the stupid nicknames? The, 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 the childish nicknames? That's all we need. What the world needs now right is a bunch of fucking stupid nicknames shame on republicans that is yeah really that's the theme of every show everybody anybody who votes for that for republican shame on you that's the end of the progressive voices part of the show. But come on over to youtube.com slash see for channel slash Buster. We will win. See the rest of the show. Patreon.com slash Devlin. 
become a patron. Check out APS Radio News, Tara Buster's sponsor. We stick together, we win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. There's no shame in that. My name is Tara Devlin. Damn, I fucked it up. I'll see you soon. I, I, I don't know. I'm in shock. I'm in sh- state of shock. Stormy Horseface Daniels, the perfect phone call, and it was perfect. Shut your fucking mouth. Just, I wish somebody would. Come on, arrest him already. What the hell? What the effing hell? Why are we waiting? It's been two years. Merrick the mild, the meek. How much longer, Jack? How much longer? Do we got to wait? I know that they're saying that their uh, indictment is imminent. Hurry the fuck up. They're bracing. uh, Everybody's bracing themselves for good because the assholes are going to have a tantrum. Good. Let them. Put more of the assholes in jail. More of the traitors in jail. In my opinion, we can't have enough traitors in jail. This, that would be the sign of the country going in the right direction. More traitors in jail. It's a good thing when traitors are put in jail. Remember that. The first time a president's been indicted. Well, it's the first time the president's been a fucking coup-plotting piece of shit. Right? Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Yes, thank you, Kathy, on the chat. Kathy says, Tara, loving your kitty tea. Happy St. Patty's Day, kitty. And that's the kitty tea was brought to us courtesy of the great supporter of the show, Joey Bay, and his alter ego, Jeffrey the Giraffe. That was very kind of of Joey. He didn't have to do that. That's the way Joey is, though. He's very... He's compassionate. He cares. That's why... I mean, he shows up. He goes and puts his ass on the line. For example, when the uh, Georgia hung in the balance, he went... He went down to Georgia. He He knocked on doors in Georgia. Drunk... Got... Got out the vote. He's for real. He's the real deal. And that's what we got to do. Until Because we will win. We will win. We are on the right side of history. I don't just say that. They know that. Except there's so much, there's so many broken things in this country. But, you know, that's why you keep fighting. We're up against it. Greed is really the bottom line. We got to always fight the greed. Fight the woke. The woke. I will fight the woke. And you know what that means, though, when they say fight the woke? And we know. It means they will fight black people. You know, they're racist. It's it's just another racist dog whistle. And we, on the last show, we showed, we brought the receipts, as we always do, that that uh, in that Wall Street Journal article about the SVB, S, yeah, SVB Bank, well, yeah, whatever, uh, 
collapse or whatever. And thanks to Republican deregulation. And uh, in the Wall Street Journal article, they were saying uh, the guy had the had the audacity to write um, that the bank had one black, one lesbian, and two veterans as that's the excuse. You know, well, I'm not saying that's what crashed the bank, but there you go. There was a black. They had a black. They had one black. And then they they had one lesbian. Forget about it. That's it. That's all you need. And you're out. Banks crashing things burning, cities in dust. <laughs> the famous LP by Susie and the Banshees, Cities in Dust. The smoldering ruins. That's all you need is one black and one lesbian and two veterans. You know, they just threw the two veterans in there to not seem as racist. You realize that. They didn't, they didn't have to... Uh, even mention that but but they had in the article he threw that in there because it was like see i'm not i'm not racist i'm just pointing it out it only takes one black to destroy something so when you got one black one lesbian you're what hope is there for a bank to survive you only need, as history shows us, that you, only white people can do anything properly. Never mind the first Republican Great Depression. Never mind the second Republican Great Depression. Never mind the collapse of the economy or the banking, financial, blah, blah, blah. Never fucking mind. It's that one black. That did it. Because you got all the whites and then one black. It's like, whoop, you know, the scales. It's just something is right. Jesus is crying. You know, I'm not racist, but I'm just saying. You know, I'm not racist. I'm just saying everything's woke. Right? That's all it is. Woke is just another... And it's just another way of saying I am, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't like. Uh, it's really just another way of saying the N word. It's in the, it's Lee Atwater's old dirty tricks, you know. In the as the famous quote, back in the day, you said N word, N word, N word. Now you can't say that, so you say busing, you say school busing, you say you say other things that people think. Oh, hold on. You say other things. All right. Anyway, so f- I just wanted another thing. Here we go. We're looking at, I'm looking at the time here. We're running out of time. So... running out of time so I wanted to point this out we were talking about how well you know 
woke it's all it's not just when they say woke they're talking about of course they're talking about black people but they're also talking about um trans people gay people especially trans people and trans people are being um particularly targeted and um of course it's an effing disgrace uh i wish it was merely a disgrace but it's also it's fascism so here is an article from uh, the Daily Kos. Holocaust survivor says trans rights are the same as human rights. And that's it. It's not a matter of, you know, uh, cultural or whatever the hell. This is what gets me insane about how the corporate media in general deals with Republicans these Republicans are targeting minority groups, uh, especially trans people. It's not about whatever they think their stupid fake Christian religion tells them to think. It's this is a mad, this is a human right. You know, this is something that any true patriotic American should not abide. So. Here we go. The article, <clears throat> who is Gordon Lev? Well, on his website, he describes himself as a rascal, a Holocaust survivor, and an optimist in that order. Gordon Lev was only six years old when he and his family were imprisoned by the Nazis. He would lose 26 members of his family to the Holocaust, including his father, who died while being moved from Auschwitz to Buchenwald. His mother was forced into slave labor at the age of 10 in 1945. Well, at the age of 10, not his mother, you know. At the age of 10 in 1945, the Red Army liberated his, the concentration camp uh, that Lev was incarcerated in. And Lev and his mother made it to the United States and then Canada. In 1959, he moved to Israel. Nowadays... Need only check TikTok to find Gordon Lev, who runs a profile with his partner, Julie Gray, focused on combating anti-Semitism and educating youth about atrocities, uh, uh, by the, the atrocities committed by Nazis during the Holocaust. Hold on. All right, now let me see. A recent survey revealing an alarming trend among young people in the United States shows an extreme lack of knowledge regarding the Holocaust. A nationwide survey released on Wednesday shows a worrying lack of Holocaust knowledge among adults under the age of 40. The survey, touted as the first 50-state survey of Holocaust knowledge among millennials, showed that many respondents were unclear about the basic facts of genocide. 63% of those surveyed did not know that 6 million Jews were murdered in the Holocaust. And over half of those thought that the, that death, that the death toll was far fewer than 2 million. Over 40,000 concentration camps and ghettos were established during World War II.
So most recently, Gordon Lev went viral for a TikTok video, TikTok, not TikTok, TikTok video where he offered his solidarity with transgender, uh, with the transgender community in the wake of a Republican genocide campaign against transgender and non-binary existence. And that's what it is even though now they're trying to say that everybody is taking them out of context. But Michael Knowles from CPAC, we, we played the clips, was saying how uh, transgenderism must be eradicated, which got the, all the Republican fascists to their feet. These pricks. So, in response to a TikTok video comparing Republican attacks against transgender rights to the Holocaust, Lev spoke firmly into the camera. Do you know what I think about this as a Holocaust survivor? Trans rights are the same as human rights, and I stand with the trans community. Lev is not the only Holocaust expert who thinks these Holocaust comparisons are valid. Due to the current anti-LGBTQ plus climate in the United States, the Museum of Jewish Heritage, a Holocaust museum in New York, recently hosted a panel to discuss the history of transgender experiences in Weimar and Nazi Germany leading up to the Holocaust. Transgender people are now increasingly targets of discriminatory discriminatory legislation and hate, they write. Before 1933, Germany was a center of LGBTQ community and culture, and this is we, we've talked about this on the show, with several renowned organizations serving and supporting trans and gender nonconforming people. Hitler's Nazi government, however, brutally targeted the trans community. Of course, just like our fascist freaks do now. The ACLU is currently tracking over 400 bills being proposed across the United States. Can you believe that? All of the sudden, and a few, I can't remember, a couple of shows ago we talked about that too, how the, um, all of the sudden, you know, there are so, it was used to be in the, over the past five years, it was like 18 anti-trans bills being proposed and then it went it uh, tacked up to over 400 and they are being passed as well which goes to show you that tar- that that republicans are deliberately targeting the trans community and it's it's a, it's purely political just like the way even though well I know that Hitler was a true anti-semite but the, it was a political tactic they had nothing else. You know, that's how you, how else do you become, you know, you take over a, a country. What did they say? What did the Nazis say? Tell them they're, tell the, tell them they're under attack. And denounce the detractors uh, as, for lack of patriotism, right? It works the same in every country. That was a Herman Goring quote. So 
Before 1933, Germany was a center of LGBTQ community and culture with several renowned organizations serving and supporting trans and non-gender conforming people. Hitler's Nazi government brutally targeted the trans community, deporting many trans people to concentration camps and wiping out vibrant community structures. The ACLU is currently tracking over 400 bills across the U.S., Targeting LGBTQ rights this year alone, the legislative blitzkrieg has experts also drawing comparisons to genocides, like in Florida, where these bills are becoming draconian laws basically restricting human rights, especially for transgender and non-binary people, while Republicans and far-right figures who push anti-trans hate decry any accusations of genocide as hyperbolic as they will because they're they're filthy cowards um it's experts and holocaust survivors who are emphasizing how holocaust and nazi history can inform this embattled period for transgender and non-binary rights so who are you gonna believe ron DeSantis or michael knows when michael knows gets all, it feigns indignation at being called out for his, uh, his horrible comments. And also, you know, I mean, it's not, I wish it was just words, but that's how it all starts. It starts with words. That's how the Holocaust started in with words. And it ends with, with dead people, with dead human beings. And, 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 I know uh, it's it is. I'm telling you know as, as I was telling you guys, uh, I was talking to Robin, Robin Kincaid, and we were discussing and, and you know the stress of being a trans person in this country. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I oh, I could only imagine as a gay person, but the uh, with a target, you know, walking around with a const- with a target on your back. But the fact is, you know. We got, we have, this is where we have to stick together and we will win. We will win. We must show even more courage and even uh, stand with our trans brothers and sisters even more, even more uh, unapologetically, fiercely. Exactly. Mm. Hold on, something's annoying me. All right. This is what happens. I'm sorry, guys. When you get a new computer, shit just like. Shit just goes whack. Sometimes. I'm still working out the bugs. Where are you guys? All right. Thank you, Covert White Rabbit. I'm so old. I remember when woke meant you didn't get enough coffee that day. (laughs) Exactly. 
Make America great. Get wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. Make America get some common sense and coffee again. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, covert white rabbit, for your super chat. And nice to see you, Al, on the chat. Good evening to you as well. And thank you, Elise, for your super chat. That's how we will keep going and growing. It's going to be, we're going to, we're going to keep going. Don't worry. Do not worry. Because I, uh, yeah, what else am I going to do? I got to keep fighting. I don't know. What am I going to do? Scream at the wall? Scream at my cats? Yeah. It's just disgusting, though. I can't... Sometimes I, I cannot believe where we live. From the New York Times, GOP state lawmakers push a growing wave of anti-transgender bills. Four states could ban transition care into young adulthood. Lawmakers and several others want to restrict drag shows in ways that could affect transgender performers broadly. It's a part of a long-term plan. And the reason I'm reading this, this, this is an article from January, but the, the reason is that they're targeting youth first, but the, but the, the uh, overarching agenda is to attack trans human beings regardless of age so the f here's um and they do they're doing it deliberately so the flood of legislation is part of a long-term campaign by national groups that see transgender rights as an issue on which they can harness voter anger as with the campaigns against remote learning and critical race theory that reshaped many school boards and lifted Republicans in the Virginia elections in 2021. Though the midterm elections provided little evidence of it. So that the, the, the hope is that people will reject them. Um, unfortunately, we have this this gerrymandered Supreme Court, uh, well, well, this gerrymandered voter um, dis voting districts uh, across the country, and the uh, illegitimate Supreme Court that we have to do something about legally and peacefully. This is a political winner, said Terry Schilling, the president of the Conservative American Principles Project, which is a dirtbag organization arguing that more voters would have been swayed had many Republicans not shied away from the subject. The potential consequences for transgender people for whom harassment and threats have become common and suicide rates are high are profound. Many experts or many express a sense that the power of their government is being turned against them as they simply try to live their lives. Well, I thought we were free, right? Where's all the freedom? Republicans hate freedom. Don't you understand? I know you guys understand. I'm just saying. They hate freedom. You're not free. You can't read a book. You can't be who you are. You can't get the help you need. You can't get medical care. You can't 
you know, have control over your body in one form or another. You can't have medication that's been around for for decades. You can't do this. You can't take a day off. You can't, you know, can't, can't, can't. Can't go to a drag show. Can't do, can't read a book that has prohibited topics. Who the fuck do these people think they are? These filthy, disgusting, freedom-hating fascists. Who do they think they are? Why don't they secede already, you know? Back to history's trash pile. Just secede. Secede to, into the dustbin of history where you belong. You're not fit. You're not fit to function in a free democratic society. Go, go away. Go to Putin's Russia. Go to Erdogan's Hungary. Go. Go. Go, the, go to fucking North Korea. With your, with your con man and his perfect fucking phone call. Make a perfect phone call and say, make us some room there in North Korea. And then you can have, you could do whatever the hell you want. You know, praise your dictator. Praise and praise. And when he drops dead, legally and peacefully, you could stand in the streets crying for hours. Like a bunch of North Korean freaks who are, uh, you know, they were afraid to be the first one to stop crying. Can you imagine when Trump dies? That's going to be fun to watch, frankly. I can't wait. We're going to have a show that night. Oh, there's that compassionate, that, that tolerant liberals again. Right? There's those tolerant... I don't tolerate intolerance. It is the duty of all patriots not to tolerate intolerance. You understand? That's how fascism takes hold. You're, you're like, oh, well, you know. No, 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 no. Let me see. That's got to be great. Remember that? Coffin rolled through Pyongyang's snow-covered Get through the, the streets crying. heading for the this square named Trump for rally. his father and the country's founder, Kim Il-sung. People wail All the red and hats and beat their chests as the cars passed by. Kim Jong-un. No, no. The day's public. That's going to be passed fun. By. Lamentations were loud as the cars circled the square twice in their first pass around the city center. The day's public and his Come on. some onlookers on the I want to see all where they were like tripping over each other screaming There it is <laughs> When Trump dies No no Make America great flags Oh I have to do a video where we put a Trump flag, I mean, Trump hats on these assholes. Right? 
Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You know it. It's going to be... That's what it's going to look like. It's going to be pretty funny. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Unbelievable. <clears throat> but the reason they... Um, but that's the reason they started with uh, attacking youth, trans youth, because the, it was it was a, it was sort of like the gateway into destroying the trans community in general. That's who they are, you know. That's your wonderful freedom-loving Republicans. And it's they beyond they have crossed into farce. You know, they used to just be barely tolerated. Tolerable, I should say. Now they're incredibly they're tedious. They're a tedious farce. Like, for example, uh the last show we were talking about that woman who couldn't couldn't define the term woke, even though she wrote an entire book on it. Well, she's you know, an idiot, of course, but uh, I wanted to show you another thing that she wrote. And why these people are being taken seriously is beyond belief. She, uh, uh, where the fuck is it? I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Hold on. Come on. Here it is. I can't, I couldn't even believe this. She wrote this article that joker the clown what's her, what's her name again who the clown who wrote an entire book on woke but couldn't define it something mandel mm -mm -mm. oh what am i saying it's right in the article look at the name look at the name of this article we need to start befriending neo-Nazis. Bethany Mandel wrote this. That's the same one. This clown. What, am I, what I am about to suggest in this column is something I'm not sure I have the moral fortitude to actually carry out in my own adult life. But before I share this, perhaps painful, this, I can't you believe this perhaps painfully naive idea I'd like to tell you a story from my childhood before I tell you well why are you even writing lady why don't you I mean come on this is why you know these idiots have a, they they she's got this platform somebody gave her uh space on the the Jewish independent nonprofit website theforward.com to put this inane musing what i'm about to suggest in this column is something i'm not sure i have the moral fortitude to actually carry out in my own adult life but before i share this Pain, perhaps painfully naive idea. I'd like to tell you a story from my childhood. Riding the bus one afternoon, a girl in another grade began loudly complaining about our health class teacher. 
This teacher was the only other Jewish person in our rural upstate New York school besides me. And pretty soon the insults about the instructor turned anti-Semitic. I decided to toy with the girl a bit. Well, I know that. Um, so I played along and volleyed some anti-Semitic epithets of my own. The drama culminated in a dramatic reveal. As my stop approached, I dramatically informed her that my name is Horowitz. I am Jewish. My maiden name. Over the years, as children are particularly good at doing, I forgave the girl and we became friends. Even now, we are friends. We are still friends, even though we never discussed what we said that day on the bus. I have never felt the need. She got to know me as a human being, not just a Jewish person. Whatever the hatred she had been taught by someone in her family melted away because she saw the Jewish people aren't the evil subnute humans she was led to believe. Get the fuck out of here. We live in a very small world. If people are holding on to stupid beliefs about... Jewish people or any other minority, that's their choice. Okay? You don't need to really know somebody. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't... There's absolutely no excuse for being a stupid, being a prejudiced, bigoted, racist, anti-Semitic, homophobic, transphobic. There's no excuse. It doesn't... You don't need to know somebody to not uh, be an asshole. And you should know. uh, Maybe, obviously, some people aren't raised right. That's the truth. But it doesn't... uh, Everybody should know, just as a matter of course, that, you know, uh, no group in particular is evil. And no group in particular is uh, benevolent. That the, the human beings are diverse and there's good people and bad people and, there's a, and all that diversity. No one group has a corner market on you know, whatever it might be. So if you believe that one group is evil and whatever it might be, that's, that's your... And that's your fault. (laughs) I don't know. I was reminded of this story reading the incredible tales of three individuals who have one thing in common. They have a sing. They have single handedly convinced individuals committed to a life of hatred to turn away from that hate. Whatever. Someone once tweeted, there is not a single good person who voted for Trump, not one, to which the Federalist writer Tom Nichols responded, this is a recipe for a second Trump term. Who cares? They're right. I mean, there is not a single good person who voted for Trump. There's something wrong with them. And the sooner we get to the point where Republicans only speak of their support of Trump in shamed whispers, the better humanity will be, don't you think? 
Oy vey. All right, guys. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you for hanging out on Friday night. Thank you for putting up with some of the friggin' computer glitches. We will win. Thank you, Joey Bay, for the, my shirt tonight featuring three cats. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. How do I describe woke? <laughs> Tara? Well, I know the way the way I describe it is you're just aware of being of, you know, racism. You're not uh, the systemic systems of oppression in society. And that's it. That's what it is. That's the traditional definition of woke. But what Republicans use it of as for whatever, for everything, it's it's just a dog whistle. Anything that they can't say the N-word anymore, so they say woke. And yeah, am I wrong? No. All right, my friends. I got to go get unconscious. I'm tired. I'm tired. But we will have more shows, more patrons, more shows. You know how that goes. If you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and be good to each other. Thank you for hanging out on a Friday night as usual. I got to get that YouTube membership thing set up. Maybe that'll help people who don't want to join Patreon. Maybe they'll join YouTube. I don't know. What do I know? And we will be doing a show well robin and i still say we're gonna do a show together so i don't know soon 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 what do you think sounds good to me all right my friends like and share give the show a good review on itunes if you can and remember, we will win. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm losing my voice. That's why I'm usually sometimes I'll hang out a little longer after the show ends. But as you can hear, my voice is going. Look at Tara Junior Junior though. Junior, Tara, hi. What are you doing? Let's go again. All right, my friends. Be good to each other. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. Happy St. Patrick's Day. This is my nephew's birthday. If you are listening in Ireland, please, uh, I don't know, contact me. Let me know if you got room on your couch for me so I can get the hell out of here. And, uh, yeah, we hopefully we'll have a show on Wednesday. Oh, you know what? Actually, it may not be Wednesday because I have something to do on Wednesday. A friend of mine is had, she had uh, she got her green card. Can you believe that? She wants to be here. She wants to be here. 
She's a very good person. My friend Miho from she's from Japan, and she wants she's we need her here. I'm telling you, because she's a great person. And so uh, we're gonna have a little celebration. Oh wait, hopefully she's not listening to the show because it's a surprise. <laughs> All right, so we'll have a show another night. It will be either Tuesday or Thursday. I'm not sure. But uh, it probably won't be Wednesday. But we will have a weekday show. So one of these nights. And here's Junior. Here he is. Right? What do you think? Say hello. (laughs) Are you okay? All right, honey. Cranka, cranky. Cranka, cranky. All right, cranky, don't step on anything. Give me my keyboard, please. Thank you. All right, crankaroonie. Crankaroonie. All right, honey. Let's go. Let's, uh, all right, we're out of here. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks again, guys. You're the best. And well, I'm, you know, Poppy is supposed to be on the show soon. She was supposed to be on the show the not too long ago, but she had a uh, schedule conflict. So we'll get her. We need Poppy. Oh, boy. See, he stepped on the keyboard and a song started playing. Poppy Champlin, for those who don't know Poppy's last name. All right, guys, guys, guys. Thanks again. My name is, oh, my USB camera's not working. The cat cam's not working. Oh, boy. All right. I will see you very soon. Ah. See, I can't even click the damn thing. See you later.